ladies and gentlemen, this next reviewer discussion is scheduled for one podcast. Join Chris Vint and Mike Lacey as they make up the dynamic team of WrestleShock. Hello and welcome to the first episode of 2013 of WrestleShock. I am one of your hosts, Chris Fint, and on the other end of the Skype phone is... It's Mike Lacey. Hi, Mike. Happy New Year. Yay! Yay! Happy New Year. Yeah, so if people have listened to uh, Operation RetroShock, they would have heard that uh, the Doctor Who episode is kind of dedicated in part to Mike because Mike is a generous so-and-so and sent us some myself and Alan Price and present so I'd like to thank on air Mike for being uh, such a generous so and so and sending me some awesome presents so thank you very much my friend well definitely a so and so yes exactly <laughs> well I don't want to say that on air because I don't want to have to do any editing or that kind of thing um yeah, so 2013, kind of sticking it, up, um, sticking it with a bang. Obviously, if you watch the eighth, or yeah, the seventh of January, you would have seen the Rock return, sticking it to CM Punk, uh, which was good to see. Now, let me just bring up my date. On the 22nd of January, Mr. Lacey and I will be conducting an interview with a former WWE wrestler. Uh, I sent an email off and uh, got a reply back saying it's confirmed and everything. So Mike doesn't know who we're going to interview yet. Um, so I'll drop a couple of hints. Mike, Randy Orton is known as the... He's known as the Apex Predator, but what else is he known as? The Viper. And the Viper is a form of... No, you, no you, can't, you, you can't possibly be talking about who I'm thinking you're talking about. Who? The person that I just friended on Facebook. Jake the Snake Roberts? <laughs> yeah. That is correct. Mike and I will be doing an interview <laughs> on the 22nd of January with Jake the Snake Roberts. So happy early birthday, Mike. That's amazing. Yeah, so uh, this is a big, big one for me. Like, the Honky Tonk Man was big enough, but this is, like, Jake the Snake. I've always had three people that I've wanted inducted in the Hall of Fame, and that's Jake the Snake Roberts, Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, and Ricky the Dragon, Steve Boat. And I'm only missing one of them. And that's that's who it is. So, uh, yeah, um... So, Mike, come up with some questions, and if you're listening and want to send us in a question for uh, Mr. Jake the Snake Roberts, please keep it about his wrestling career. That's what we'll be talking about. So, anything at this time is WWE, ECW um, is one stint there, or WCW, or is independent stuff, whatever. Um, feel free to send an email to vinto316 at gmail.com, or you can email to the mic at, what's your address, Mike? MikeLacy91 at yahoo.com. Okay, so are you kind of taken a bit back by that then? Yeah, I can't believe that. <laughs> Yay, so there we are. So that's live on air, folks. So, Super excited. Yeah, so there you go. So, uh, yeah, I normally would arrange ones for Alan for his birthday, and uh, it just so happened that that date was there, and I looked, and Mike's is on the 25th of January, whereas mine is on the 10th, and uh, kind of just looked at that and went, we'll do it then, and that'll be a nice little birthday present for Mike. Um, so there we go. So we shall crack on. Basically, what we're going to do today is talk about some of the pay-per-views in 2012. Obviously, now we're... Um, three odd weeks away for the Royal Rumble um, thoughts Mike on Royal Rumble 2013 before we get started on the last year excited? Uh, yeah it's definitely it's my favourite pay-per-view of the year um, just for the sheer randomness of it um, mm-hmm. I love watching and seeing who's gonna try and predict who's gonna come out next and 
based on who's already in the ring and and you know different feuds that are occurring at the time and stuff like that. So it's definitely my favorite paper of the pay per view of the year. The one I look forward to the most that and WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, I normally do like a not that I'm encouraging gambling or anything, but normally what I do is get money off um, three pounds or say three dollars, and people pick out a number, and uh, whoever's number wins wins thirty dollars or thirty pounds. Um, so it's a it's a nice little incentive to have as well. So you have fun, and then like I think it was la- was it last year. No, it was the year that Santino got eliminated in one second. Alan got him. So, uh, <laughs> needless to say, Alan was not happy. But uh, I was. So, uh, I was uh, kind of laughing at that. So, uh, right. So, we'll go through the pay-per-views here. Mike, if there's any uh, matches you want to talk about or anything, feel free to do so. So, I'll go down the Royal Rumble 2012 card here, um, which was a steel cage match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Daniel Bryan beat Mark Henry in the Big Show. Beth Phoenix, Natalia, Nikki Bella and Brie Bella beat Kelly Kelly Eve, Alicia Fox and Tamina. John Cena and Kane fought the double count out. Uh, Brodus Clay beat Drew McIntyre. WWE Championship match with John Laurinaitis, a special guest referee. Champion CM Punk beat Dolph Ziggler and Sheamus won the Royal Rumble by last eliminating Chris Jericho. So, uh, thoughts on Royal Rumble? Obviously with it being your favourite pay-per-view was just the Rumble itself, the main attraction here, apart from the Seamus and McFoley um, standoff, and thanks very much for the Mr. Socko. Sock you, <laughs> so-and-so. Yeah, aside, I, in my opinion, aside from the Royal Rumble match itself, this was actually a, one of the worst Royal Rumbles in mm-hmm. recent memory. I would agree um, with you there. I was excited to see... Um, when you look back on it now... Um, it was nice to see Sheamus win the Royal Rumble. A lot of people thought that Chris Jericho, after his return, was going to end up winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, you know, setting up the feud with CM Punk. Um, but now that we've seen that Sheamus won the Royal Rumble, it kind of really kicked off the year that was to come for him mm-hmm. in, t- in 2012 with his, you know, his lengthy title reign. Um, so it's one of the things I'd like to do at the end of the year is is look back and you can kind of see. Um, like the sparks of what was to come for the year and this one was a big one for Seamus yeah um, I would agree with you there that this Royal Rumble card you know was definitely one of the worst and uh, the Royal Rumble match itself you know with having the likes of Ricardo Rodriguez and stuff in it I thought and Foley you know kind of wasn't as star studded as it normally is um I also thought as well that, you know, like like people saying, you know, Jericho would have won with him returning because if you looked at the likes of when Racino returned from injury, won at Triple H in 2000, um, 2002, um, and then you've got the likes of, you know, Edge returning from injury, so I think that's maybe why a lot of people thought that that would happen, but obviously it didn't. Seamus won, uh, went on to um, not headline WrestleMania, but kind of be... A little bit of a footnote in WrestleMania, which we'll touch on later on. And it's good when somebody like that's unexpected ends up winning the uh, the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times they do end up trying to um, like kind of steer you in one direction, then swerve you the other. Mm-hmm. I think like the year that uh, well, obviously the year Rey Mysterio won it was the the year that Eddie had passed on, so kind of it was maybe a little bit expected from him. But whenever you look at other people, like um, I'm trying to think of ones who've actually won it. You know, like whenever The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels had their awesome 
uh, face off at one mm-hmm. of the Royal Rumbles and then you know Undertaker winning you know Undertaker's been one of those people who's been in the forefront of everything but hasn't won a Royal Rumble and then lo and behold he goes and wins that one um, which obviously you would need to win one after being drop kicked by Maven and eliminated <laughs> you know um, he should come back and win a Royal Rumble Maven there we go <laughs> Um, so we'll move on to Elimination Chamber Um, I actually really enjoyed this I thought it was a brilliant event I actually have this signed personally by uh, Santino it says to Chris Santino on the front of it so I was all happy with that so thank you to Haley and Alan Mr Big Red for getting that for me Um, so the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship match of championship belt was champions uh, CM Punk beat Chris Jericho R-Truth The Miz Kofi Kingston Dolph Ziggler Divas Championship Beth Phoenix beat Tamina uh, Elimination Chamber match for the World Heavyweight Championship uh, Daniel Bryan beat Santino Morel Big Show Wade Barrett Cody Rose and Great Carl E and Swagger beat Justin Gabriel for the US Championship and Ambulance match John Cena beat Kane so uh, Elimination Chamber matches Mike first of all <sighs> The last couple of years, there hasn't been. There's been a couple of good stars in it. Like say, for the WWE Championship, you've got Jericho, Punk, Miz, Ziggler. But then you have the likes of Kingston and r Truth and the SmackDown one. Don't even get me started on that yet. <laughs> um, do you think that they're not really using some of the up and comers, and they're kind of just putting people in there for the sake of it? Yeah, sometimes it gets redundant. Um, I would like to see in a ma- in a match like this. Where you have a num, you know, you have a number of competitors. It would be nice to see some guys get in there to kind of make their mark, um, as opposed to having a lot of the really established guys. You also need to have a mix of guys. Like that's kind of why it's important to have, you know, your uh, Kobe Kingston's and stuff in there, so that they can kind of do their, you know, get their spots on, mm-hmm. um, and do like the Spider-Man moves and, and <laughs> stuff and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, sometimes I think they they waste these kind of matches where I think that it could be a good springboard for guys that you don't nem- don't necessarily get showcased mm-hmm. um, you don't it's a title shot without being a direct title shot so you don't have it's not like you have to justify that oh uh, well you know the number one contender or, or the you know the guys that have been feuding at the top necessarily all have to be in the match especially when you have two of them yeah. Um, it's not like there's only just one anymore. Now we have a pay-per-view that's centered around two different ones, one for the world title, one for the WWE title. So it's a good place where you could put in your um, your kind of uh, upper mid-card guys, your guys that are kind of starting out that you that they maybe ha- see somewhere down the line that they could do something with if you get them into a bit of a quote-unquote main event picture. Um it would be good for them, good exposure and stuff like that. Do you think that'll be different this year with so many up and comers? You know, like the likes of Ryback, uh, Cody Rhodes, Damian Sandow, The Shield, the name but a few. Yeah, I think you're definitely going to see The Shield in one of them, um, whichever one that Ryback's in. Oh right, okay. Is, is the one you're going to see? Will they all be in one pod or will they be in three separate pods? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a good idea. We cram them all in the one pod, and then they've got like more people there. But um, no, I mean, I. I I really enjoyed, you know, like the championship matches in this. Obviously, you know, the crowd went nuts for Santino in the World Heavyweight Championship one, thinking that he was going to win. And you're kind of thinking to yourself, yeah, but are they going to put the belt on him and make him be part of WrestleMania? I well, and Santino so. was a replacement, if if I can remember properly. 
Yeah, it probably I think somebody was. else was. I think somebody else was supposed to be in was that match. Wade Barrett, I think, was supposed to be in that. Yeah, match. Wade Barrett. Yeah, because it seems to be him and Christian. Always seem to, you know, because like, I think that's what happened at the Team Johnny Team Teddy match. Yeah. I think he was meant to be part of it, and then he was replaced by McIntyre, if memory serves. But uh, no. Um, what are, What are your thoughts on Santino? I love Santino. Um, <laughs> I just I love watching the 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 things that he can do. He's pure comedic genius. Um, the splits and things that he does, <laughs> and, you know, you know, uh, you know, forget uh, the cobra and all that kind of crazy stuff. Um, just physically, what he can do, and you look at him, he's not you know your typical wrestler. He's not this big buff. Even um, even for the smaller wrestlers, they're at least still physically fit, and you know cut and stuff like that where Santino really isn't he just looks like a regular guy in there yeah, <laughs> yeah. with all of his tattoos everywhere oh yeah god <laughs> well at least they're better than Michael Coles anyway <laughs> those are terrible so we'll go on to uh, a little pay-per-view called Wrestlemania it was Wrestlemania 28 so Sheamus won the title from Daniel Bryan in 18 seconds Kane beat Randy Orton Big Show yay won the title from Cody Rhodes mm. Kelly Kelly and Marina Menounos or whatever she's called beat Beth Phoenix Eve uh, The Undertaker beat Triple H in Hell in a Cell match with Shawn Michaels as a special guest referee Team Johnny which consisted of David Rotunga, Mark Henry, McIntyre Ziggler and Swagger and The Miz beat Team Teddy, Santino Morella R-Truth, Kofi Kings and Zack Ryder Great Colleen and Booker T um, WWE Championship can't change hands via DQ Champion CM Punk beat Jericho and The Rock beat John Cena so obviously we've seen the combination of a year long feud with The Rock beating John Cena were you part of uh, Team Fruity Pebbles or Team Bring It Mike? Oh, Team Bring It definitely that's good to hear that's good <laughs> to hear my friend um, yeah um, this match I was just like I, one of my favourite matches of all time was The Rock versus Hulk Hogan this kind of was close but no not as close as you know like obviously Hogan I'm a huge mark for um but the rivalry between these two the promos the you know Machine Gun Kelly and Flo Rida just you know I, I'm actually getting chills down my spine actually thinking about it um so the likes of that and obviously for the likes of Haley and Chris actually being at the arena uh, for that event um would have been tremendous um and obviously the Hell in a Cell match one of the probably one of the best WrestleMania matches, if not one of the best matches um, we've ever seen. Um, there is a match later on this uh, in the year that was a big contender um, for match of the year. Um, but uh, what are your thoughts on WrestleMania, Mike? I know with the likes of the tag team matches, we have the amount of people there just to try and get their moment, and we have the uh, normal celebrity appearing, whether it be in this case, you know, like a female team with Kelly Kelly, but. Um, was WrestleMania worth the purchase? And are you looking forward, obviously, to this year's WrestleMania? WrestleMania for me was definitely worth uh, definitely worth the purchase. I thought you were going to say worst one ever. I was going to say, <laughs> say what? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it started off slow. Um, I know a lot of people were disappointed with the Sheamus 18-second uh, victory over, Dave, uh, over Daniel Bryan just because it would have been nice to see them in a proper one-on-one match here at WrestleMania. I think it was just a bit of a disappointment with it being on the greatest stage. It wouldn't have been as disappointing if it was on like a B pay per view or something. Mm-hmm. Um, although it did, it did really kick off what ended up being a really long title reign for Sheamus. 
Yeah. Um, Kane and Randy Orton, I had absolutely no interest in. And the simple fact that, that Kane won that match, uh, I think, was just a uh, a, a bit of, um, I don't know, a slap in the face to Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, obviously, I wasn't real happy with the big show beating Cody Rhodes. Oh, you for the, surprised me. For the Intercontinental Championship, especially after Cody Rhodes had held it for so long. Yeah. Um, you know, that was the end of a 200 and something odd day uh, title reign for him. I think that was one thing that kind of annoyed me was the fact that once he had once he had actually lost the belt, then it was a case of, you know, like it seemed to go sporadically, you know, like it seemed to change hands almost, you know, like every other pay-per-view right. after Rhodes holding it for so long, which is kind of very disappointing because it seemed to be he held it for so long and then Sheamus held the World Championship for so long and now the only one he's held it for the longest is Punk with his belt, but um, I think it, w- it would have been nice to have a combination of the three of them to have like a competition between the three of them would have been a neat idea. Right, and I, I think this kind of was they had the whole feud set up that going into Wrestlemania that oh well Big Show's never had his Wrestlemania moment and all that kind of stuff there was a whole bunch of video montages uh, showing Big Show Wrestlemania over the years and stuff so you kind of saw a bit of a setup coming for this um, so I think it was just a, a bit of a, 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 a an attaboy for the Big Show give him a, a bit of a pat on the back and a little something for you know thank you for your service over the years kind of thing um, which, as we see later in the year when he, he gets the the world title, I think that's maybe a bit of a... I'm, ass, I'm assuming that the Big Show's days are kind of rounding up. Um, How do you feel around. about that? I, I can't get here soon enough. I mean, um, <laughs> it, 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 it'll be a, 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 a tearful goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tearful full of, yay, thank goodness. <laughs> Happy tears. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, it, for for me, the Big Show thing is just... It, I wish they would just use him right. Mm-hmm. I, I would have had no problem with the Big Show. I didn't have a problem with the Big Show years ago. Uh, it's it's just now they... For the longest time, he was the big, huggable teddy bear Big Show where, in all honesty, they should have used him the way that they kind of started using Mark Henry recently over the last year or so where he was just that unstoppable monster. In all or, honesty... Or like they are with, currently with Ryback. Yeah, in, in all honesty, no. You know, you look at the the size of the Big Show. Nobody should ever beat the Big Show. No, uh, I mean, I know that would make for boring wrestling. You know, he'd have been <laughs> undefeated for fifteen years or whatever. But if they had kind of made him, God, that would have been horrendous. Well, like in WCW when he came up, he, you know, they kind of had him. They tried to make you believe that he was son of Andre the Giant. Yeah. If they had kind of gone with that sort of gimmick, you know, that sort of Andre gimmick, you know, uh. 11th wonder of the world now, I guess, because China was the 10th, uh, you know, that would have made for a much more interesting career, I think. No, China was the 9th wonder of the world, so he would have been the 10th. Uh, Andre was 8th, well, 10th and 11th, he's that big. Oh, right, okay. I thought you were saying China was that big, which would have been <laughs> fine, so I'm not going to argue with either of them. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with you, like, with Big Show. Um you know, But for some reason, I prefer him more as a face than I do a heel, or like, at the minute now they're not really using him that well you know like there on Roy he was fighting Kofi Kingston punched Kofi Kingston out and then just pinned him and that was it um, <laughs> so I think with Big Show Big Show to me is very much like Orton he seems to get in the same feud and it seems to go on for far too long you know like his feuds with Sheamus went on far too long Orton and Del Rey were far too long um, 
Well, that's just that's just my opinion. Not so. What what are your thoughts on the Rock Cena match? Was was it as um, good as you thought it would be, or was it better? It was better than I thought it was going to be because I didn't th- I didn't think the Rock was going to be able to come in and not miss a beat, and that's exactly what he did. Oh, well, whenever you look at the likes of Ricky Steamboat, and whenever he had his match with Jericho at Backlash, um, like for somebody who'd been out of the ring for so long, that's that's one thing that amazes me. You know, like if you look at Shawn Michaels' match against Triple H from SummerSlam 2002. He hadn't wrestled for six odd years, and it looked like he'd wrestled the night before. Right, and see with with The Rock, you can you can tell that even though he's been away from the ring for a long time, that it really is his first love. Mm-hmm. Um, I know going into last year, well, I guess technically 2011, now last year would be 2012, um, <laughs> going into the Survivor Series match where he was teaming up with John Cena, you know, I know that The Miz and R-Truth were flying down to Miami while he was uh, shooting, and you know they were going through the match and they were training and stuff like that, so it's not like The Rock just came in you know, off off the plane from a movie shoot and decided to get into the ring. You know, you can tell that he has respect for yeah. the business and respect for the fans. That he doesn't want to just come in and stink the place up. So I know I think that um, going into WrestleMania, I think it was Michael McGillicuddy was who he was training with. Yes, I think you're right there. Yeah. Um. So you can tell that he doesn't want to just come in and pimp a movie and 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 kind of go away. Even though that he seems to get a lot of flack for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, he really does want to come in and do a good job and not really want to disgrace the legacies that he's made. Yeah. So I think that coming into this match, I wasn't sure. It was hard to tell off of that Survivor Series match because obviously it was four people in the ring. It was a tag team match. Um, obviously not everything was focused on The Rock because there were times when he wasn't in the ring. But here he had to come in and kind of show his stuff. And I thought it was a really good match. I mean, a really, really good match. And like you said, um, just tingles going down my spine when seeing him coming down the ramp, knowing he's going to actually get in the ring and wrestle. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's going to be a lot better this year whenever we're there (laughs) and he's going to wrestle. You know, like, this will be the first time that I've ever seen The Rock perform. You know, like, so this will be... Like, obviously, Austin was the big one for me you know like I would l- I don't think I'll ever see Austin wrestle but to see The Rock uh, comes like a very close second um, so we'll move on to Extreme Rules um, obviously the night after Wrestlemania we see Brock Lesnar return um, and uh, giving John Cena the F5 I was going to say F you there but that would have been incorrect <laughs> um, so um False count anywhere. Randy Orton beat Kane. Brodus Clay beat Dolph Ziggler. It's funny how Ziggler's went up and up in the world. Tables match for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, I can't wait to hear Mike's view on this. Cody Rhodes beat Big Show to win the title. Two out of three falls for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Sheamus beat Daniel Bryan 2-1. Two-on-one handicap match. Ryback beat Aaron, Relic and Jay Hatton. Um... Okay. Uh, Chicago Street Fight for the WWE Championship. Punk beat Jericho. Divas Championship. Layla beat Nikki Bella to win the title, and that's whenever the Bella is left. And then John Cena beat Brock Lesnar. Now, as yet, I've yet to watch this Cena Brock Lesnar match. I've seen the SummerSlam Brock Lesnar uh, Triple H match, and it was alright. We'll get on that whenever we get there. But first off, Mike, um, what were your thoughts on Cody Rhodes um, in inverted commas beating the big show to win the title? In the tables match. Why? <laughs> Just why? 
you could have just kept the belt on him. Yeah. That that's where I really just didn't get the whole the whole thing. This is where I, I really think it was just a matter of giving the Big Show his WrestleMania moment, and then right after that, give it back to Rhodes. Makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. No, there's, that's <laughs> what I mean. But the, there, there's like the next pay per view. The belt goes back to who originally had it. It's like, what is the point? You know, like it seemed to be like years ago, uh, the belt would change hands every so often, and now it seems to be like if you look at the tag team. Um, titles you know like uh kane and brian have held them for so long now which is good to see so i hopefully they'll hang on to them uh obviously we see the emergence of ryback here um didn't really think of much of um ryback to begin with would that be a fair statement mike oh yeah absolutely <laughs> well Aaron Re- Relic and Jay Hatton I mean those are two of the best up and comers in <laughs> WWE you know like, so beating them two on one I mean Ryback earned the stripes out there very impressive yeah mm-hmm. um, as I say Cena Brock Lesnar a lot of people said this was a very good match obviously this would be one of two matches that Brock Lesnar would have this year um, we'll touch on Brock Lesnar more on whenever we get to SummerSlam um, Brutus Clay beating Dolph Ziggler I think it's safe to say that in a lot of these um, pay-per-views, Ziggler doesn't really come out the best on these. Um, but obviously, his stock seems to, even if Ziggler gets beat, his stock seems to rise. Um, and obviously, the fact that he could, as I've said before, he could sell sand to the Arabs. You know, this guy is just like on. Have you seen Raw yet, Mike? From last night, I, I didn't get a chance to see it last night. No. Okay. Right, well, anyway, um, Cena gives Ziggler the um, attitude adjustment, and it just looked like Ziggler has just sprung up into the air and then just let, fell right in his back, you know, just sold it, you know, like just made it look like um, he he's just the, hit him. He's the know, new like Sean Michaels. He is, he's just fantastic, and I think he, he's going to go on to bigger and better things. Obviously, being paired now with AJ and Big E Langston um, seems a bit different, but um, obviously, a stock will go up and up. So, any matches stand out for you on this card, then, Mike? Yeah, I thought this was a very good pay per view. Um, for, for being a B pay per view, I thought this was really, really well done. Um, I enjoyed the Cena and Lesnar match. Um, I never thought that I would actually say that, but I thought it was really good. <laughs> Um, very brutal. I know that mm-hmm. we've been in this PG era now for a few years. This really seemed to be the first time in a long time that they weren't really afraid to pull out all the stops because there was a lot of blood. Um, Lesnar, I don't know if it's just because he had spent so much time away um, in quote-unquote you know, real fighting in MMA, Um but he was, he was really, really uh, laying the beat down on, on Cena. He wasn't pulling punches. Mm-hmm. You know, he was really potatoing him good. Um, the only thing that I would have liked more about this match is I really think that Lesnar should have went over. Yeah. Um, you really built him up coming back and then have him lose his first match. Kind of, for me, defeated the purpose. There was no reason for... I know that John Cena... At this point, he hadn't been in the main event picture, in the title picture for for a while, mm-hmm. um, and maybe they kind of wanted to get some uh, some momentum under Cena. Uh, obviously, going on later in the year, we we see that he's moved back into the title picture. Um, so maybe this was kind of their way of getting him started on that road. 
But I don't think that Cena would have lost anything um, if he had taken the loss against Brock Lesnar. I think it would have been, it would have done much more for Lesnar to win this match than it did for Cena. Yeah. Um, because uh, you use Lesnar here and you built him up pretty big, and I know that his um, his contract I think was like a pay per appearance, um, limited amount of dates on on the schedule for his co- for his contract once his uh, days. I- up or something like that I think he was yeah very much like TNA done. seemed to do and then just use him all in the first month or whatever so like after this he kind of goes away mm-hmm. you know so in, until SummerSlam time so I don't really understand the the booking of this just didn't make too much sense to me if you're going to use Lesnar use Lesnar yeah. um, and, and, and build him up to be this unstoppable monster um, which is kind of what they were doing until we got to this match and even in this match Cena didn't have the upper hand, you know. Lesnar beat the crap out of him. And, yeah, it's, and just, then, it's just like as it normally is. <laughs> Cena takes a licking and keeps on kicking. Exactly. You know? So yeah. I, the match was good. I just wasn't particularly happy with the outcome. Um, I do think that was um a, an awesome match. And then also the uh, the Sheamus and Daniel Bryan two out of three falls match was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of what we wish we had gotten in the WrestleMania match. Yeah, where it really showcased the two of them and and what they could do and how well they could work together. So I thought that was a a very good match. And Punk and Jericho, it, even though I wasn't really impressed with Jericho's stint this last time around, um, with his flashy coat and you know, light bright coat, <laughs> best entrance in WWE thirteen by a mile. <laughs> um, the, anytime you get. Two uh, two workers like that in the ring together, it's going to be a good match. So that was also a good match. This was a real good card. Um, okay. As far as t- this this may have been the best card of the year so far. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, as, as you said earlier on, you know, like Cena, Cena, seem, uh, even Punk says, you know, like Cena seemed to have headlined quite a lot of these pay per views, but not being the world heavyweight world champion, you know, like so Punk was kind of like in the middle, which kind of doesn't make, really make much sense, you know. But um, and then that leads to his whole lack of respect thing that he yeah. went on to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a pay per view I have to still to watch, like the next one, Over the Limit. Um, in fact, have I seen this one? I know I have seen this one. Um, over the limit, um, the People Power Battle Royale. Uh, Christian won by last eliminating the Miz, and then we had Tag Team Champions uh, R Truth and Kofi Kingston beating Jack Swagger and Dolph Ziggler. The Women's Championship Layla beat Beth Phoenix. Um, the World Heavyweight Championship Champion Sheamus beat Alberto Del Rio, Randy Orton, and Chris Jericho. Brutus Clay beat the Miz. Uh, Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Christian won the title from Cody Rhodes. WWE Championship. Punk beat Daniel Bryan. Uh, Ryback beat Camacho. <laughs> and John Laurinaitis beat John Cena with the help of The Big Show. Which I'm sure pleases Mike. Um, <laughs> so, first off the bat, Punk and Bryan. Um, this is one of a couple of matches that we get um, with these two. And it did not disappoint at all. I know the hype going in these end of this match you know with these two guys being from ring of honor being you know like pure pro wrestlers and it really didn't disappoint the submission maneuvers you know just the mat wrestling kind of almost takes you back to the days of a certain wrestler and kurt angle you know or bret hart um you know like kind of 
fighting anyone but obviously <laughs> just just reminds me of you know matches that Canadian wrestler X and Kurt Angle were having and just the, the pure skill that both of them had was just phenomenal and like, that is, to me is the modern day version of that um, Brutus Clay beating them is again there's you know like they seem to be picking Brutus Clay up for something and it's kind of a case of where is he now um, so what are your thoughts on the, the card Mike? Uh, the card again was a bit of a blah card except for the Punk and Daniel Bryan for me this was my favorite feud of the year uh, was the two of them and I think actually that this match was the best match that they had all year uh, especially with the way that it finished with Daniel Bryan he had him in the uh, in the yes lock and then Punk kind of reversed it with a uh, almost like a um I don't know how he was playing, but he like rolled his back up and ended up getting getting Brian's shoulders on the on the mat for a one two three, and then he actually tapped out right after that. So oh was, yes yes yes, there was that whole controversy over who won and and stuff like that. I thought that it, it was a really good finish, um, very unexpected finish. Made both made both yeah, if I could talk made mo- made <laughs> both men. Looks strong. Made both guys look strong, um, which is what a good match should do. So I thought it was uh, re- really good. I could care less about John Laurinaitis and People Power. Um, so glad that he is gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, it, this was the time of the year that I was, it was really, really grating on my nerves to, to watch wrestling. Yeah. This week. Just because yeah, it's just all a case of Laurinaitis. Yeah, John Laurinaitis, I'm the general manager for Raw and SmackDown. You're like, I hear this every second. But then that's what he's doing. He's doing his job because you're. He's wanting you to hate him, and oh, that's yeah. what you're doing. You know. Um, obviously, what about Ryback beating Camacho? Was that a big thrill for you? Woohoo! Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this was at a point in time where you would get your gratuitous Ryback match. Um, he was never announced on the card. It was always no. he was always one of the kind of uh, throw in cool down matches. If you notice, you know his, his matches never go over two minutes at this point. <laughs> 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 um, it it was interesting that it was one on one. That uh, usually at this point they had him always in handicap matches and beating both guys. You know, putting both guys in the shell shock at once uh, to really really big him up. So he's kind of working his, I guess, working his way up the ladder, uh, as a, you know, getting somebody of some sort of stature, uh, as opposed to just completely no-name guys. Mm-hmm. So I mean, moving moving on to bigger and better things. Uh, yeah. So No Way Out 2012, which had a non-title tuxedo match with the U.S. champion Santino Morella beating Ricardo Rodriguez. Uh, World Heavyweight Championship uh, match, Sheamus beat Dolph Ziggler. Intercontinental Championship match, Christian beat Cody Rhodes. Number one contenders match, Titus O'Neil and Darren Young beat The Usos, Primo and Epico, Tyson Kidd and Justin Gabriel. Layla beat Beth Phoenix, Just, uh, Sin Cara uh, beat Hinako. Uh, Punk beat Daniel Bryan and Kane. Two on one handicap match, Ryback beating Dan Delaney and Rob. Grimes and Steel Kid match John Cena beat the big show and as a result John Laurinaitis was fired um yeah so the tuxedo match 
I'm not going to talk about because <laughs> um, I really I, I remember just reading about it you know like it's a pre-show and it's like I'm not watching that uh, what I'd like to touch on is number one contenders match for the tag belts I'm really really digging the primetime players I think these two are fantastic um, I think it's a bit much that they seem to get overshadowed you know, um, I think these was it these two won a number one contenders match and then had to go on to fi- face Sin Cara and Rem Mysterio who had won nothing and then they lost it. Oh no, yeah, it was yep, mm-hmm. was it then? No, yeah, well they've done that and then Cody Rhodes and uh, Damon Sandow have done that, but I I'm really digging them as a tag team. Uh, I really thought Tyson Kidd and Justin Gabriel were doing well, which we'll touch on in the Survivor Series, uh, and then obviously Christian beating Cody Rhodes again. Um, yeah, the Steel Cage match was a bit of a lacklustre match. And again, they're seeing it in the main event, even though there's no WWE title. Um, so, thoughts, Mike? Um, personally speaking, I think, uh, for me, this is probably one of the weaker cards of the year. Yeah, again, there's, there, there's nothing here really to get excited about, except for the fact that we get to see Punk and Daniel Bryan again in oh, there. I thought but you were going to say Ryback. You got Kane mucking it up. <laughs> but don't Chris say that, Mr. Me. Yeah, I was going to say, don't say that. He'll kill you. So you will. So you will. I've not said anything, Chris. Honest. Um, so, uh, would you care to elaborate how he came mucked it up he just was, for people he, who don't know? He, he was there. Um, no. <laughs> oh <laughs> damn! Actually, I used to really like Kane. Um, I used to like Kane. You know, back uh, when he was brother of the Undertaker and brother of brothers of destruction and stuff like that. Kane for me is the same as the Big Show, where they they just completely have booked him wrong for the last ten years. Um, I, I think that maybe they were getting back to a little bit better with the embrace the hate. Um, yeah, but since then, don't get me wrong. I, I love everything that they're doing now with Team Hell No, um, mm-hmm. just because it, it's working out so well. Um, yes, but just K- Kane in general, I think should be. Should always be that uh, that indestructible heel. I hated when he unmasked. I was going to ask, do you think uh, uh, unmasking him was a big mistake? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the fact that he was supposed to be scarred and disfigured in a fire and, and all that yeah. kind of stuff, and then he takes off his mask and all he has is some black makeup on, and it's like you know, oh man, that's yeah. a pretty good plastic <laughs> surgery you got there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get where you're coming from. You know, for me, like 2001, that Royal Rumble, Kane just dominated that, and that's that's for me is what Kane should be. Right. Um, as you say, you know, like I love the stuff that he's doing with uh, Daniel Bryan, and I've always I've always said to Chris that. Kane is very flexible in what he could do. He could be a monster, you know, like a bee, you know, like embrace the hate and, you know, like, or he can electrify your testicles if need be. Or what he can do is he can embrace the humor side of things, like um, the promo he did with Hulk Hogan and The Rock and the stuff that he's doing with Daniel Bryan. I mean, as much as The Undertaker is fantastic, you would never ever see The Undertaker doing that kind of thing. Right. And I think it's a true testament to Kane that Kane can show how how well he can adapt throughout the years and you know like embrace different sides of his personality and get over with the crowd as well whether he's a hated figure or whether he's loved and revered for being the um the 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 thorn in Daniel Bryan's side so to speak yeah it's not necessarily that I don't like Kane I just don't like what they've done with the yeah. Kane character 
but better um, can than Isaac Yankum. <laughs> uh, as far as like in the ring for a big man, I mean, he does so many things that you don't think a big man should be able to do, and, and stuff like that. He's a great, uh, and he was a great performer. I just wish that they would have gone or, or stuck with the, the way that he had originally been. With him being in this match, I think detracted from the fact that Punk and Brian can work so well in the ring. Now, I don't know if it's a matter that they wanted to just throw Kane in there to kind of break it up so it wasn't so monotonous of having Punk and Brian, you know, pay-per-view after pay-per-view after pay-per-view and then week after week after week on Raw. Um, so maybe that's what it was, just kind of wanting to throw a wrench into things. Maybe this was the first seeds of Team Hell No and, and, and pairing Kane with Brian. Yeah. A kind of thing. Uh, testing the waters. but um, I think it's obviously whenever AJ becomes a big part of it, like she right. does in the next one, that's obviously whenever they start getting played off each other and stuff. So I think that's kind of where it happens. But um, uh, Favorite match from the card? And what were your thoughts on the card overall of No Way Out 2012? Um, my favorite match on the card would probably end up being uh, Sheamus and Dolph Ziggler just because uh, Dolph Ziggler makes every match a good match. Um, mm-hmm. I... I you know, and you know, other than you know, the last pay per view against Brodus Clay. Um, but <laughs> 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 um, well, you said Brodus Clay and near fell in a coma there. <laughs> See, this is where Ziggler, um, and and we just kind of touched on it, where he can you know sell the ice to the Eskimos. He can make anybody look good. Um, every person he comes out of the match with looks stronger than they did going in. And I think this was really something that Seamus needed to kind of establish that he was um, this true solid champion. Now, he, he had had the, uh, the the heel title reign when he kind of first came in. Um, but now this is like his first title reign as a full-fledged face. Um, and I don't... I think he needed the title to really make him formidable as a face. Because yeah. I think just him... Going around, you know, hey, felon people. King people of the earth. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know how much people would have bought that without him having the title with it. It's very strange to go back and see some of his earlier stuff, like whenever he's fighting, feuding with Triple H for the belt and he's a heel, you know, like to what he is now. You know, like I think once they put him with Baker. I think that's whatever was the case of, you know, like, right, we need to make this guy a face. And there's there has been so many face turns and stuff, you know, like, and we'll get on a couple more of them later on. But, yeah, as you say, you know, like, Seamus seems to have kind of came on his own this year and um, just goes to show that he, you know, especially in the matches he had with the big show, you know, like, um, was it Hell in a Cell? Um, yes, Hell in a Cell. He had a really good match with uh, Big Show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, kudos goes to to the, the Irish one um, so we'll move on to Money in the Bank so Money in the Bank a match for a World Heavyweight Championship match contract Dolph Ziggler beat Damon Sandow Tensai Ugh. Uh, Christian Santino Morel Tyson Kidd Cody Rhodes and Zakara uh, Seamus beat Del Rio for the uh, to retain the World Heavyweight Championship uh, Primo and Epico beat uh, Titus O'Neil and Darren Young no disqualification match for the WWE Championship featuring AJ as a special guest referee uh, Punk beat Daniel Bryan again uh, 2 on 1 handicap match can you f- know who features in this? It's Kurt Hawkins and Tyler Rex in this one right? yeah 
against Ryback. And then Layla, Caitlin and Tamina Snuka beat Beth Phoenix, Natalia and Eve. Uh, and lastly, the Money in the Bank ladder match for a WWE match contract. John Cena beat Big Show, Kane, Chris Jericho and the returning Miz, who looks entirely different and uh, is awesome once again. <laughs> um, so, what were your thoughts on, like, obviously everyone going into the match thought that Dolph Ziggler or Cody Rhodes was going to win the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, obviously, they put Tensai in this, which, um, for the guy coming back... Um, to the ring, to the WWE as Lord Tensai then uh, you know beating uh, Cena a couple of times and then getting the Lord dropped out of being uh, having a racial comment deleted from tight and uh, then just kind of being a jobber and not being able to get lifted up by Ryback <laughs> um, you know somebody who shouldn't have really been put in I would have preferred to see Kofi Kingston put in this match to be honest because this is obviously like Shelton Benjamin you put him in the Money in the Bank matches whenever you had him because he was so good at what he did um, but what were your thoughts on seeing like as we were talking about with the Elimination Chipper some of the up and comers like Damien Sandow Tyson Kidd Cody Rhodes and um, seeing Sin Cara almost kill Dolph Ziggler <laughs> Sin Cara it was it was it was the previous year the Sinkara ended up getting uh getting injured in yeah. the money in the bank. He seems either that he's either going to hurt himself or hurt someone else whenever he's in these kind of matches. Uh I'd almost he has the 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 right skill quote, quote unquote skill set for this type of match, but it seems like that he just botches it up whenever he gets in there with, you know, a lot of different people. Do you um, think that's maybe why now they've paired, paired him with Rey Mysterio? Because Mysterio is coming to the end of his career and Zakaris is kind of only beginning. You know, they the kind of... In my opinion, Rey Mysterio's legs are... His knees are done. You know, like, if I think if he takes one major muck-up, if he botches like Sankara does, you know, like it's over for Rey Mysterio but do you think they've kind of paired him with Sankara to kind of teach him how to do things, but how to do things, you know, kind of right? I do, I think that they brought him into this um, this pairing, one to save Rey Mysterio's legs, so that he doesn't have to do all the work in singles matches um, mm. and then also to kind of show Sankara, because they have the same type, you know, the same body type um, the same kind of... Um, High flying ability. They kind of work the same. Um, I know Sincara was very highly touted coming out of Mexico, but they work differently down there. Um, mm-hmm. So, kind of to try and teach him the ropes of how to work the WWE style um, was a good way to was a good reason to pair him with Mysterio. That plus the fact that the kids love them, um, the kids love them together. I remember yeah. specifically in this match wondering why Damian Sandow was in it. Um, and li- lo- little did I know what Damian Sandow was going to become over the next six months. Um, but I remember looking at him going, why is he even in this match? I think a lot of people, like uh, probably myself, was like, who is this guy? <laughs> but I think low and now, it was just kind of the case that you go back and go like, yeah. You know, like you kind of almost appreciate him a bit better right. whenever you go back to the, the event and look there. And he, you know, he... Did really well in 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 the in in the match. He held his own, um, and this I think is kind of the first time we really got to see him showcased. And this is kind of like what I was talking about with Elimination Chamber is that 
this is a perfect kind of match to get these guys that you think that you're going to have some uh, kind of backing for and give them a chance to shine. And this is what Damian Sandow did in this match. Because I remember coming out of the match going, you know what? He really did well. Uh, I was very surprised in the way that he carries him, the way that he carried himself in the match. Um, here again, we also saw Tyson Kidd, um, and we'll, we'll probably go over it again in Survivor Series with the way that he was in that match. Mm-hmm. I, I really would like to see more Tyson Kidd. Yeah. Um, I, I want to see what you know how he handles himself in the Royal Rumble um, to kind of see if maybe. I mean, I know that we've got a tag team uh, division going strong right now. It's just a matter of, is this going to kind of be his springboard um, to move further up the card? Um, Again, we had uh, Christian, who had been coming off injury and now is back out. Um, Just just a a, a good match all in all. I think everybody in this match um, deserved to be there aside from Tensai. Just because I think <laughs> I think Tensai along with um along with Brodus Clay, they really thought that they were gonna be I don't know, I I guess the next group of up and comers. Yeah, you, they thought that um not the pardon the pun, but they thought they would have been bigger than they currently are. But they, it's almost a case of, you know, they with Brutus Clay, it's a case of, you know, like, we want to have a dancing gimmick, you know, like, and that kind of thing. And then you look at this Fandango character who I haven't even seen on TV, but I've seen the promos for. Um, and it's kind of a case of, well, maybe it's working with Brutus Clay and then we're doing this. But I think it's something that I could probably see 2013, the Brutus Clay going back to the way he was like whenever he was paired with Del Rio, which wouldn't be a bad thing because I think he was more menacing then than he was now and then obviously Tensai they seem to be making kind of more of a humorous thing of like with the slammies and you had a fat Albert and it's like oh really I'm sure the, the guy is just really really glad that he came back to WWE after having a glittering career in Japan but <laughs> right. regardless um, obviously Cena uh, beat uh, Big Show Miz Kane and Jericho to win the contract cashes it in and be, is the first person to lose um, so I was happy with that. Uh, what about yourself, Mike? I'm glad that they actually had the confidence to do that with Cena because I thought for sure that when Cena won the money in the bank that he was going to go and win the title. Um, the fact that they allowed him and or, or even the fact that he allowed himself to be the first person in, in history because they really did big it up and play it up about how every person that's won the money in the bank has cashed it in and won the title. The fact that Cena being as big as he is and having as much power as he does um, kind of swallowed his pride um, and allowed himself to be the first person to not successfully cash it in. I think that was um, a bit of a breath of fresh air when it comes to Cena. Yeah. It's almost like... um uh, It's almost like whenever somebody wins the Royal Rumble, they seem to always win the belt at Wrestlemania you know where sometimes it's a case of you know like more often than not now it'll be a case of will they actually pull the trigger and say you're not winning this um, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens in 2013 <laughs> so I'll move on to SummerSlam where Jericho beat Dolph Ziggler 
again, I love this rivalry between the two, but like you were saying with Brock Lesnar earlier on, Jericho beat Dolph Ziggler, and then this is the last match we see Jericho compete in, so why let Ziggler lose? Uh, Daniel Bryan beat Kane, uh, The Miz beat Rey Mysterio um, to become the Intercontinental, oh no, he was the Intercontinental Champion, I beg your pardon. Uh, Sheamus beat Alberto Del Rio, Art uh, truth of Kofi Kingston beat Darren Young and Titus O'Neil, Punk and uh, Punk beat Cena and Big Show, and Brock Lesnar broke Triple H and his arm. So, obviously this is the second match that we see Brock Lesnar in. Would it be safe to say, Mike, that, you know, obviously we'd seen The Rock come back and, you know, Rock had a great match, but we wouldn't see him until, you know, like, this January 2013. But, um, seemed to have more, his return seemed to have more oomph than Brock Lesnar, who, obviously, that night, you know, like, everyone just went crazy, you know, like, everyone kind of knew he was coming back, and then he came back, had two matches, and kind of, that's the end of it, were you a bit disappointed with his return? Yeah, I, I kind of thought that they should have handled it differently, um, and like we said before, he should have won against John Cena in his first match, um, and then I think they could have kept the momentum going, um, I know that they used Paul Heyman to kind of keep Lesnar relevant for a while there and not use up his appearances. Um, but I, I think they definitely dropped the ball with his comeback. And then, you know, you have this match and then he's pretty much gone again. Um, with The Rock, it's much different just because The Rock's The Rock and Brock Lesnar is not The Rock. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the Rock kind of can. Even with uh, appearances, you know, via satellite and stuff like that, he can really keep himself in the mix. He can yeah. keep himself in the forefront. Um, he's always going to have a fan base that's there, where Brock Lesnar just doesn't have that. He's, he he never did, and he and he never will. Um, so yeah, I think that the the Rock's comeback was, e- even though along similar lines where they came in and then left and you know came back in was definitely handled much better than the Lesnar one. Yeah, yeah. Um not never really been the biggest Brock Lesnar fan. I think what left a sour taste in my mouth was in WrestleMania twenty whenever he, he was leaving and Goldberg was leaving and they had one of the worst mm-hmm. matches I've ever seen at WrestleMania and the best thing about that match the was referee. whenever Austin <laughs> Yes, when it was whenever Austin flipped them both off and stunned them. That was terrific. But um my deputy manager Andy and works I've actually been reading his book and that man has a lot of problems with a lot of people Frank Amir being one of them um, he seems to like The Undertaker um, he likes The Rock The Rock let him stay at his house you know like but The Rock let it slip that he was to beat Brock Lesnar um, likes Austin you know but there's a few people that he doesn't like I can't name all of them um, but yeah, just his return, I would have liked to see maybe a few more matches, either here or there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be interesting to see whether we're going to get a rematch of this at WrestleMania. Triple H coming out and just saying, you know, Brock, you know, you kind of broke me, you broke my arm, but now I'm back and better. I'm, it's almost a case of he's cut his hair, and he'll come back at WrestleMania, and Undertaker, of course, cut his hair, and he was back at WrestleMania. So um, whether we see that happen, but time will tell. See, I would have um, much rather seen Lesnar come in and just run rough shot 
starting with John Cena and just run roughshod over the entire WWE for a year. Like he did whenever he actually debuted. Like he came in and fair enough, you know, like he beat the crap out of, you know, Spike Dudley, Rikishi, you know, like Gregory Helms or Hurricane, sorry, at the time. But he came in and he, as you said, you know, round roughshod. He would just completely destroy everything and anything on his path. And especially if you have somebody who is a UFC fighter. Uh, obviously they're going to kind of know what they're doing you know like he held the belt until he had to give it up due to ill health and stuff but um why they didn't use that to say like i've experienced this you know somewhere else and i fought for real kind of like they're uh, they're trying to do with barrett and you know being a bare knuckle fighter right. and that kind of thing but you know like i think as you say they could have bigged him up more and kind of had him had him kind of interfere maybe more matches and then just you know kind of just leaving his mark by that way and just saying you know like just coming in like the shield are doing now just coming in and then just destroying somebody you know like just whether he laid him out with a chair or he gets him in a that whatever the move is to break their arm but he doesn't quite break it you know like he just kind of teases is it is it the Kimura lock that's the fella yeah um, so something like that but I think that would be a good idea for them to do that because rather than going you know because the only reason we find out Brock Lesnar was going was because of on tight he said like right Triple H I beat you that's me I'm off kind of bye and you're like what no you've had two matches right. just like you know really but see anyway. I thought I remember thinking for sure that when Lesnar came back um, that he was going to just plow through everything and then I, I, I thought for sure that he was going to just go completely whether it was undefeated or not, I don't know, but just go completely crazy for a year, and then I thought that he would end up facing off against The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That That's what I thought the plan was, was going to be. Obviously, that's not what the plan is because... Yeah, because you had, you had... You had... Um you had that at the UFC thing whenever Brock went past and looked at the Undertaker and Undertaker like bore a hole in Brock Lesnar that's something that he could have used to like what sparked the feud between those two right so I totally agree with you there <laughs> sorry I kind of interjected there I was like you were going to have some profound point and I just spoiled it all by saying something stupid like Undertaker boring a hole in Brock Lesnar um, so we'll move on to Night of Champions obviously you would have heard Mike's and I brilliant rundown of this uh, <laughs> preview of this so uh, we'll go through the results The Miz beat Cody Rhodes and Cara and Rey Mysterio um, to uh, retain Intercontinental Championship uh, Kane and Daniel Bryan won the titles from Kofi Kingston and R-Truth should always be team friendship in my opinion not team, team <laughs> hell no more of that later Antonio Cesaro beat Zack Ryder um, he was the US champ Orton beat Dolph Ziggler Eve won the title from Layla Seamus beat Alberto Del Rio Again. CM Punk and John Cena fought to a drop yeah that, you see that, that's <laughs> what I'm saying is that there we are again you know like and then we've got a couple of other matches that seem to be happening more and more but um, yeah so Kane and Daniel Bryan what did you did you vote on that Raw what, and what did you vote for to be um, to do with the um, naming of the team I agree with you it should, definitely should have been team friendship <laughs> yeah, I think I think a T-shirt with Team Friendship, the two characters, and then on the back saying "Hug it out," you know, something <laughs> like that would have been far better. But um, the Miz, to me, whenever he came back, you know, like obviously won the um, Intercontinental Championship, um, seemed to be a different character. You know, like um, obviously whenever the Miz first started, nobody kind of took him seriously for good reason. You know, kind of more looked like uh, what's his name. 
the red rooster, ah, uh, Terry Taylor, you know, like with the hair going up the and everything. Hawk. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, like the Diva Search um, host. And now to be, you know, like obviously WrestleMania 27, you know, like against, uh, against John Cena and then kind of coming back looking... Uh, kind of more rugged, uh, more handsome, uh, and kind of just looking more like he means business. That's more serious. And yeah, The Miz for me is one of the most improved wrestlers, bar none, of the past two years. I think Caitlin will be the ne- next big diva as well. I think she will be up there um, with the likes of Trish Stratus and Lita if she keeps going the way she's going. Um, I think she she is a lovely looking lady. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I think you know like the skills seem to be getting better and better with every pay-per-view or every match you know like so that's good to see so um um do you have anything to add on the Miz or what are your thoughts even on Antonio Cesaro another newcomer to the fray yeah I meant to comment on this one on the last pay-per-view where we saw well we didn't see because it was on the pre-show um Antonio Cesaro win the Intercontinental title from Santino Morella and now I think that he really kind of has taken the ball and ran with it. I actually, I, I, I think his outfit is kind of funky with the the, the yeah the things he has on his legs. I I don't. I think that's meant to be something to do with you know um, rugby players kind of maybe use them. So I think it's maybe with him being from Switzerland and kind of that. But yeah, that's kind of weird. I, but I I think that yeah. as far as. In the ring, I, I think he's excellent. Um, I, I really like watching his matches. He's very good technically. Um, I like the fact... I, I hated the five different language things. Um, uh, yeah, it's kind of a case of we've kind of had this kind of thing But I like before. the fact that now he's saying that, you know, no American has beaten me and all that kind of stuff, um, where he kind of was going with his gimmick there. Um, I, I want to see what... 2013 holds in store for Antonio Cesaro. Mm-hmm. I think as well he's been very. His feuds haven't been the most entertaining, you know, like him against R Truth is kind of uh, really. I don't really want to see that at all. I don't. I'm not. I've never been an R Truth fan or K Quick getting rowdy, you know, that that kind of thing. Uh, I've never really been a fan of those of him. Um, so seeing those two. Uh, feud was kind of boring to me. Uh, Zack Ryder is another one that woo, woo, you know, woo. like yeah, I don't know <laughs> anything. Um, you know, like a lot of people were you know like push Ryder, push Ryder, push Ryder, and they pushed him in kind of a case of he seems to have been falling off the radar now. You're part of Team Cobro, which is one of the worst <laughs> names ever. Um, but you know, he's another one who. He's another one that if the fans didn't give as much noise as they had, he would have been nobody. I think he, I think you know, like in the upcoming releases that we probably will be seeing, you know, I think he would have been one of them. I don't think he will be this time, and I'm really, really fearful for Tyson Kidd and hope he doesn't get released. But I think one that probably will get released will be Ted DiBiase. Mm. Because he has done nothing. I haven't seen him in a match and I don't know how long, but. Um, Seamus and Del Rio again um, yippee <laughs> and then Punk and Cena fighting to a draw so we'll move on to Hell in a Cell where Randy Orton beat Alberto Del Rio first of many matches to probably happen on this and Smackdown Cody Rhodes and Damian Sandow beat Champions Kane and Daniel Bryan via DQ Kofi Kingston beat The Miz 
for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Antonio Cesaro beat Justin Gabriel. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Sakara beat Titus O'Neil and Darren Young. Big Show won the title from Sheamus. Eve beat Layla and Caitlin. And CM Punk beat Ryback in the Hell in Cell match for the WWE Championship, which of course had the famous Brad Maddox, who um, obviously people will know has been the referee in this and then um, fighting on near enough every show to get a contract. So we shall kick things off then with, I suppose, Punk and Ryback. This is this is uh, Ryback's first real big bite of the cherry to feed him more. Um, obviously, um, Cena had his elbow, his arm injury, couldn't compete, kind of uh, let Ryback fight with Punk and... Um, then this was the match. Obviously, Ryback gets beat in this match. <gasps> Spoilers. <laughs> um, but it's a case of, you know, this is his first of many um, championship matches. So, um, were you were you pleased to see how quickly Ryback got to the main event status? And more importantly, how over he was with the crowd? And is he over with you? Um, I wasn't surprised how over he, over he is with the with the crowd because I think he has the type of gimmick that people like, especially the younger crowd um, really like. Obviously, we had gotten the uh, the Goldberg chance going at this <laughs> at this point. Um, he had been touted as being undefeated and all all that kind of stuff. Um, I happen to like Ryback. I don't have a problem with Ryback. Um, I don't know how much of a fan I am of the "Feed Me More" uh, tagline. Um, I wish that they had gone more with a slow build with him because at, at at this point he kind of was getting into a feud with the Miz um, over the Intercontinental yeah. title, and then um, he just came yeah. out and completely destroyed him in a non-title match uh, on a Raw. It was either Raw or SmackDown, um, and then boom, skyrocketed right into the main event picture. Um, I, I think they kind of got nervous when Cena had to. Obviously, this was originally meant to be Punk versus Cena, uh, and then he came out with the uh, with the injury, and they kind of had to scramble to get somebody here. Um, I've said this before. I really think that because of being hell in the cell, um, I think this was a perfect opportunity to extend Punk's streak um, without having to weaken Ryback uh, by defeating him, where they could have just put um, they could have put Punk in here with Foley. I know you don't like that, but Oof, um, no, no. But be, that's being the worst idea, or being Hell in the Cell, and being the fact that Foley really had made his name with the uh, the Hell in the Cell match at King of the Ring with Undertaker, is really kind of what he's known for. Um, you also had Punk and Foley throwing you know verbal jabs at each other. At this point, it was really set up. Um, whether Foley could go or not, I don't know. Um, but I think that that would have been a better opportunity. You could have put Ryback in a match. Um, I don't know against. You you could have put Ryback in a match against the Miz, and maybe put the Intercontinental, uh, intercontinental strap on him at that point, um, and really continue to build him without throwing him in right into the title picture. Because I don't think that it has helped him. Um, yeah, I don't. I kind of think that he's lost momentum over the last month or two, uh, being in the uh, in in the title picture. And this was obviously they had to they kind of booked themselves into a corner here. They obviously didn't want to take the title off of Punk. 
um, they've been riding that streak and really making it known, you know, 200 days, 300 days. Now he's over 400 days. Um, and they were really making a big thing about it where obviously you couldn't take the title off of him here. You, you didn't want to make Ryback look weak, but somebody has to lose the match. Well, what do they do? Oh, we're going to throw a dirty finish in and, yeah. you know, put a, you know, get the referee interference and give Ryback a low blow and, you know, finish it that way. That way, you know, Punk has to cheat in order to win because now Punk is, the, you know, a cowardly heel, um, which I'm not a fan of. Um, I like Punk as a heel. Um, I like him better as a fighting heel as yes, opposed yeah. to where now he kind of... Punk was always the uh, take on all comers, you know, bring it and, and, and I'm going to defeat you either way. Now he's kind of that running scared champion. I don't think that suits CM Punk very well. Um, no, well, obviously if he's had his belt for like 400 odd days, you want him to be somebody who um, faces up to his opponents and kind of things like that. Now, on Raw, you know, like he did do that with Ryback. He didn't run away or anything or, you know, like kind of run around the ring and waiting for Ryback to chase him or anything like that. It was very, um, it was very good the way they've actually done that. Um, so, you know, like it was a good match um, and that kind of thing. But, um as you say, it was just a case of with with Ryback with Punk being injured, you know, like that's probably why Ryback's kind of lost so some momentum. But it'd be interesting to see how where he goes from now, since <clears throat> the Rock's kind of taken the spotlight away from him, and whether it's a case of you know like he he wins the Royal Rumble and then he feuds with Big Show, like what is being rumored is that he's gonna get the big show up in the shell shock and that's going to be his Wrestlemania moment yeah I think that's definitely the move to do is kind of switch title pictures for him yeah Um, get him Um, out of the picture with Punk yeah and I'm all for that because I I like seeing different feuds you know like as we were talking about earlier on you know with Seamus Randy Orton big show and Alberto Del Rio you know like that kind of thing you know like it went on too long and I think that's what's missing from from WWE is the draft and is the injection of new blood and new rivalries, you know, because we've seen the same ones which we'll talk about here in a minute or two um, so it's nice to see different ones come on, but uh, you know, I think that, that. I think kind of the opposite way where I think the draft kind of limited the amount of fuse that you could have. When you were you know, exclusive to Raw or exclusive to Smackdown it kind of limited the roster as to who you could really go up against. I think now with a combined roster, there's an opportunity for... So, not that the WWE takes that opportunity, but there's an opportunity for there to be so many different feuds with so many different superstars. Uh, I, I think it's better with the expanded, uh, with the expanded roster. Um, it, I also think that now with the expanded roster, we need to have a unified champion, but... Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about that late, later on after we're done the no. uh, done reviewing the pay-per-views. No. <laughs> I, I don't like you to because you're disagreeing with me, so that, <laughs> uh, I don't like you to. So I'll move on to Survivor Series. Um, traditional Survivor Series match. Now, this was a match... Oh, is it this one? 
Yes, this was one that really pleased me. Um, I think Mike will probably be on the same. Um, Rey Mysterio with Sin Cara, Tyson Kidd, Justin Gabriel and Brodus Clay. Uh, beating Tensai, Darren Young, Titus O'Neil, Primo and Epico. Eve beat Caitlin again. Antonio Cesaro beat R-Truth again. <laughs> uh, Seamus beat... Um, Seamus beat... What? 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 It says World Heavyweight Championship. Seamus beat World Heavyweight Championship by DQ. So <laughs> this is the big show, right? So he, yeah, he beat Big Show by DQ because that's whenever um, Scott Armstrong got the bro kick in the face. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Wade Barrett, Al Buller, David Otunga, and Damon Sandow beat Randy Orton, The Miz, Kofi Kingston, Kane, and Daniel Bryan in one of the most changed <laughs> matches I think I've ever ever seen. And then CM Punk beat Ryback and John Cena. So, first of all, uh, the Rey Mysterio, Sin Cara, Tyson Kidd, just Gabriel Bruce Clay, beating Tensai, Darren Young, Titus O'Neil, Primo, and Epico. How good was this match? That was a great match. And the fact that it was a surprise was nice. You know, we mm-hmm. didn't know about this match going into, uh, into the fact. And the Survivor Series, for me, really should be about Survivor Series matches. I know that they'll probably never go back to solely Survivor Series matches. But um, anytime you get a few on the same card it is really good. And this was the match with all the high flyers, um, with the exception of Brodus Clay and Tensai. And they got out of the way real quick anyway. Um, so they didn't get a chance to screw too much up. Um, but uh, this really was the Tyson Kidd show in, in this match. Yes. I think that he really, really took the reins, um, so to speak, uh, made the most of his opportunity of being in a match that he could really be highlighted in. Um, and like I said, I, I really think that uh, the sky's the limit for this kid now. Yeah. Um, I think it was maybe the money in the bank that kind of showed his true potential. And then that's why in this, you know, like they paired him with Justin Gabriel. Just Gabriel's another one who has has all the attributes and has all the talent but they just don't know what to do with him because whenever you look at him in the original Nexus you know with Barrett and um, Heath Slater and how good he was there with mm. the 450 splash and that kind of thing that was one thing that disappointed me that you didn't see that but apart from that um, yeah the the match that was Team Foley against Team Punk and then it changed and then it was Ziggler, Miz yeah, it was Ziggler, Wade Barrett, Del Rio, Miz, Sandow, and then they changed Miz over to Orton's, Foley's team, and then Miz turned face. And then the next pay-per-view, we have another face turn. So, um, obviously we talked about the Miz and how he improved he is, and this is the first time we were going to see him as a face. Mike, in the short span that we've seen Miz as a face, is it working for you? Yeah, especially the way that he started. He started really, really tweening, especially in the, in this match where he kind of at the beginning of the match refused to tag with Orton. Um, mm-hmm. where he was like the reluctant, uh, the reluctant participant on the face uh, team. Uh, I think that he kind of had did did the slow turn, where it wasn't like completely, you know, uh, you know, I'm a bad guy. Flip the switch, all of a sudden, you know, I'm I'm. I'm you know, uh, handsprings and, uh, and and smiley faces and <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, like he's this 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 great good guy. I think that the the Miz has really handled it well, and I I like it. I, I think it was done well. Yeah, I think um, I think his face turn has worked really well. Um, there's one that we'll talk about shortly. 
um, that has not gone so well for me anyway. Um, yeah, so obviously Ziggler um, in this match, you know, getting the win for his team, which was great to see. And a big surprise um, because we've gone through how many pay-per-views where he's lost in a row. A lot, a lot. And then, like, this was traditionally, you know, like the Orton show, Survivor Series. Once Orton was put in a team, if Orton was in, you know, like the last ones, Orton was the one he kind of, you know... Was the sole survivor. Yeah, so um, it was good to see that. Um, and then Punk beating Ryback and Cena again. So we'll move on to the last one, the TLC match, uh, TLC pay-per-view. <coughs> Tables match, Sandown, Cody Rhodes beating Sin Cara and Rey Mysterio. Cesaro beat R-Truth. Uh, Kofi Kingston beat Wade Barrett. The Shield beat Ryback, Kane and Daniel Bryan. Uh, Eve beat Naomi. Um, the Chairs match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Big Show beat Sheamus. Brooklyn Brawler, Alberto Del Rio and The Miz beat Heath Slater, Drew McIntyre and Ginger Mahal. And ladder match for Money in the Bank contract. Dolph Ziggler beat John Cena again and in the show. So... Um, We'll talk about Del Rio. Obviously, this is whenever Del Rio turns face, and then and Christmas Eve runs down Santa, um, which was McFoley. So thanks, Del Rio. <laughs> Love you. Um, I don't think it works for, with Del Rio as a face, and I, I know it's been a short space of time, but I don't think. I think Del Rio is good in the ring, but. I don't think Del Rio is as good vocally as The Miz, and I don't think that's why. I think that's why it's not working. I don't think it works for Del Rio just because of the character he's supposed to be. In all honesty, he's mm-hmm. supposed to be like the modern day million dollar man. Yeah. And, you know, million dollar man could have never succeeded with a face turn. It's just, no. he's the, the, the performer himself could probably handle it. If the character wasn't built up the way that it was built up, you know, with all the fancy cars and you know, all, all, you know, all that stuff, um, I, I really think that the way that the Alberto Del Rio character kind of came to be and was built doesn't it doesn't lend itself to this kind of a face turn. No, I I totally agree with you there. Um, you know, like maybe maybe I'll prove us wrong. You know. Um, and it'll work but it's just weird seeing Ricardo Rodriguez fighting Big Show for the championship and then Del Rio you know saying hey Ricardo do it in style and giving him his car keys and he's like it's just really (laughs) odd to see and it's just not something I'm used to but you know as I say could prove that it it works out really well and I hope it does because I really liked Del Rio whenever he first came on the scene and because of as I've said before his constant feuds with the same person has kind of led me not to like him as much as I should um, so it's a case of you know now it's almost Del Rio comes on the TV it's going to be fighting Seamus or Orton oh it's Orton this week and I was like oh, I really don't want to watch that <laughs> at all you know so 9 times out of 10 I, I don't watch Smackdown now because of that and because of fact 4 people will be talking Booker Tail come out and there's a tag team match made right there so um to surmise, Mike, 2012, a good year for pro wrestling, WWE-wise, or, you know, like, if it was a report card, what would you get, what grade would you give it? I'd probably go C+. Plus. Okay. I think it was kind of a middle-of-the-road uh, year with some definite highlights, which kind of gives, hence the plus. Um, mm-hmm. I think that 
I give it I give it a plus for what they did with CM Punk, the fact that they had the gumption to keep the title on him for a whole year. Um as we've talked about with the Intercontinental title, um they kind of went back to, you know, jockeying it around after having it on Cody Rhodes for so long. Um yeah. I kind of thought that maybe they got it in their minds that a long title reign won't work, and that's why they did that. So I was kind of um, very surprised when they kept it on Punk for as long as they have. Um, and obviously, they're going to keep it on Punk through WrestleMania now. Um, I think that's a given. So we're talking about 500 and some odd days by the time it gets to WrestleMania, I'm assuming. Good God. Um, that's incredible. I, I believe he now has the longest uh, reign since Hulk Hogan back in the mid-'80s. Um, it's just unheard of in this modern day uh, of wrestling. So I think I give a big kudos to Vince and Triple H um, for really having the balls to do that because it's something that's completely out of their norm, um, something that they, they just don't do. So I, I think it was good with that. Um, I I kind of... Um, you... It, it makes sense that they had to springboard Cena back into the title picture because he had been out of the title picture for almost a full calendar year. Um, yeah. For me to think that he'll never be in the title picture again, it was probably just, you know, stupid thoughts. Wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like think of the big show shouldn't be in yeah, one. So that's the part of the year that I, I, I didn't particularly um, that I didn't particularly like. Um, okay. With you, with you saying that CM Punk would probably be your star performer, yes. if there was one that you had to say, you know, detention, report after school, you know, that kind of thing, must do better, who would that be? Who would be your performer that isn't the big show, that you, because that's just easy, um, that you would say really needs to pick up the pace for 2013? See, I, I, I would have said Cody Rhodes um, until he teamed up with Sandow because now I think that the mm-hmm. Road Scholars is um, a really good team. Um, yeah. For that case, I would probably have to say Alberto Del Rio. Um, okay, that's that's a fair point. Well made. Well, uh, you can go on and say why. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were. That's what you were going to do. So I just wanted to get the point that you know, like I would agree well, with you he, there. You know, you go back to 2011. He had stints as uh, as the champion. Um, whole, you know, he held the belt. Um, he really seemed to be the um, the next big heel. Um, the guy that they were really going to give the ball to and and let go on the heel side, um, and it seems like he really couldn't really couldn't carry it uh, that well. And I think that's a big part of why they felt they needed to turn Punk heel because they couldn't have all of their big uh, you know they couldn't have Orton as a face, Punk as a face, Cena as a face, um, Daniel Bryan to start the year was was a face, and they had to start turning guys heel because I think that they originally had a lot of faith in ADR and he just he guess he just lost that spark mm-hmm. do you think he'll get it back I do but I think they're going to have to have I don't know how they're going to do it but I think they're going to have to change up the character a lot mm-hmm. um, he's going to have to go completely away from being you know the pompous SOB that really you know helped him make his mark yeah, because I was going to say that the last point on Alberto Del Rio would be that obviously with he saying that he's lost in spark and obviously we've said that he's had numerous feuds that all seem to last way too much. 
if there'd be one person that you could pair Del Rio with to have a feud and then um, kind of reinvigorate the character, would there be anyone on the current roster that you could think of that would... I would like to see him get into a feud with Wade Barrett. Oh, that's a good idea. I think that would. I think that's that could work really, idea. really well because they're mm-hmm. both. Um, I think their styles w- would mesh really well. If you look at Del Rio and his style of work, he really reminds me of that classic uh, 1980s uh, wrestler. Big guy, um, not a whole lot of high flying, which is kind of seems to be the trend these days. That a lot of the big superstars. Um, they all have aerial attacks and, and, and stuff like that where that's not really a part of Del Rio's game and it's not a part of Barrett's game either. I think you would get a lot of really good just power moves, um, classic wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, a, that's a very good idea. Very good idea. You listen to WWE. Um, <laughs> that was Mike's idea first, so it was. I so, want royalties. Um, <laughs> yeah, so obviously that's 2012 out of the road. 2013 is going to be a monumental uh, monumental year for us for all the right reasons and Wrestlemania you know Royal Rumble matter of weeks away then Elimination Chamber I know The Rock has been post, you know like seen on the, the poster for the Elimination Chamber now whether he'll actually be in the chamber or just like in a one on one match that remains to be seen because The Rock to my knowledge has not been in Elimination Chamber no it came around 2012 mm-hmm. and he 2010 so he'd gone by then so um, yeah so 2013 um, hopefully this will be a better year for wrestling. So um, I think that'll do it for us, Mike, since we've been rabbiting on for near enough an hour and a half. Um, is there anything wrestling related you would like to go over? Anything you were looking to see, forward to seeing on the 20th anniversary of Raw um, on the following this coming Monday? Uh, I'd, I'd like to... We're probably not going to get it because we got so many big returns on Raw 1000. Um, but I'd like to see some returns of some guys that we haven't seen in a while. Um, I'd like to see Austin show up. Uh, I, yes. I don't know yeah. if if he will. Um, I'd like to maybe see. Uh, I, I was going to say the Undertaker, but I, I think that um, if, if we're going to have Undertaker at WrestleMania, I don't think that maybe you wait until after the Rumble to 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 bring him back. Um, yeah, but just uh, just. Little uh, you know nods to the pay. I like when they do that kind of thing. Um, yes, yeah. I mean, I watched that Raw retro not too long ago, and that was great fun. You know, like just I love, like you say, like seeing all the old wrestlers. Come well, like back, seeing the you know, New Age Outlaws come back at the Slammies and stuff like that. You know, that that was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, see uh, JBL give Heath later another close cool sign from hell. <laughs> that'd be nice. Or seeing Lita or Trish Stratus, that'd be even nicer. But uh, I think that'll probably do it for us. So thank you, Mike, as always. Um, looking forward to the next time we we'll probably talk will be our Jake the Snake Roberts interview. Um, we'll probably we'll probably have that in the middle, and we'll probably do like a wee synopsis of his career and you know like our highlights and uh, favorite matches and that kind of thing um, to do with that. So uh, as we've said, um, you can email uh, vinto three one six at gmail dot com. Um, for with questions to do with Jake the Snake Roberts' wrestling career, uh, Mike, if there's anything you would like to promote, sir, uh, feel free to do so. And thank you once again. Ah, uh, not a problem. It's been uh, it's too uh, too far in between episodes. We need to start doing episodes closer together because it's so much fun. Um, yes, sir. We'll but 
and I, I know that we've promised you in the Stone Cold Steve Austin retrospective, but like certain things in Operation Retroshock and its time feed, it will happen. We just need to try and get our dates. But hey, I've got us in Drew with Jake the Snake, <laughs> freaking Roberts. So that's even better. Sorry, Mike, go on, sir. Uh, no, just uh, any of you guys that are into uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the, uh, we have a podcast called What the Shell with uh, myself and Chris Vance, along with Sween Halleck and Dylan Cook, where we talk about. All things and anything Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, you can find us on Twitter at TMNT Shell. We also have a Facebook page, which is slash or Facebook slash TMNT Classics. Um, also on iTunes, uh, you can take a listen to us at uh, whattheshell.podbean.com or also visit whattheshell.podcast.com for a. Uh, we will be having a fully functioning web page soon, but it's a, a coming soon page where you can find all of our online information, where to find us there. Yeah, good stuff. Um, obviously, with the likes of um, WrestleShock, Operation RetroShock, um, you can listen to us at OperationRetroShock.Pobbing.com. Also, um, ourselves and What the Shell is part of Alternative Minds, the great Rob Bases site. So that's Alternative Mind, and then Z at the end dot com. Lots of content there going up every single day. A great site there, um, and you could also take check me out on YouTube, my user account name is Ventomania, or if you like this kind of rambling uh, that I've been doing, Mike's been very consistent and knowledgeable, like he always pretends to be, uh, be interesting whenever I get to meet Mike, it'll be like this, blah 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 um, <laughs> that'll just be me um, uh, yeah, so yeah, you can uh, find uh, Northern Ireland Wrestling Connection which is myself, Haley Stewart, Alan Price and Chris Hill all kind of sit down and talk about certain things pertaining to professional wrestling um, so if you go on to YouTube it's capital N, capital I lowercase connection and then capital letters WWE um, we've got like four videos up I think there's still another part of the Christmas one where Alan wears a Christmas tree on his hat head um to go up as well but with Haley not being well it hasn't had a chance to go up so um, just a case of that there so check that out so thanks very much for listening make sure to get your your uh, questions in probably by I would say about the 17th of January um, just giving you you know like a, quite a bit of time um, to get your question in and I'll make sure that Jake knows who um, has asked it as well um, so, thanks very much for listening. Uh, I've been Chris Vent, and the other person has been... Yes, yeah, so thanks very much for listening, and until we ring the bell again. He was a superstar who helped the WWE reach new heights in the 1980s. The performer who owned his audience, and he never traveled alone. Oh, we're going to see Damien. Look at that, 15 to 18 foot of Python. Jake the Snake Roberts left a permanent mark on the WWE. One of the top superstars of the 80s. And when he was straight, there wasn't anybody any better. But personal demons always controlled Jake Roberts. I was doing so many muscle relaxers, downers, pain pills to kill the pain that I had to have something to wake me up for the show. For the first time, Jake the Snake Roberts tells his story. I'm not happy about where I've been. But I'm truly excited about where I'm going. Jake the Snake Roberts, pick your poison. Available now.